This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiyati amalina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiyya lah أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam as we are going to complete the month of the القعدة very soon and we will be entering into the month of Dhul-Hijjah which is the month of the Eid of Al-Adha the Eid of the sacrifice in today's khutbah I'd like to highlight some of the important rulings and the masail pertaining the sacrifice first and foremost we should know the ruling of the sacrifice of doing the Qurbani on this occasion, on the occasion of Eid. Majority of the fuqaha are of the opinion that uh, sacrifice on the occasion of Eid is highly recommended sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Whereas some of the fuqaha are of the opinion that it is compulsory based on the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that is collected by Imam Ahmad, Rahimahullah, and Imam Tabrani, and other muhaddithin, in which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Man wajada sa'atan falam yudahi fala yaqrabanna musallana. Whoever has the ability to offer sacrifice, yet he does not do so, he should not come closer to our musalla, our place of performing Eid. So this hadith, as the sum of the fuqaha has taken, that this is a warning from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that whoever has the ability to offer sacrifice, he must do so. Regardless of the ruling, whether it is mustahab or wajib, something that is confirmed from the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to offer sacrifice every year. Despite his financial situation, despite the poverty that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself faced and his household faced, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam would offer sacrifice every year. In fact, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to slaughter two healthy, big, Rams every year on every Eid al-Adha as our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha had confirmed and when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam performed his hajj he sallallahu alayhi wasallam performed the sacrifice in very large number 
he sallallahu alayhi wasallam sent Ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhu to Yemen and he instructed him to purchase and bring the animals from there. So Ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, he brought the animals from there all the way to Makkah al-Mukarramah in Mina and he sallallahu alayhi wasallam slaughtered the animals himself. So all together there were 100 camels, 100 camels that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam sacrificed. Out of 100, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself slaughtered 63 animals, 63 camels with his own blessed hands. And the rest he left with Ali radiallahu ta'ala. It was not only the camels, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam also offered the sacrifice of the cow on the, occasion of, uh, on the occasion of Hajj as well. To that extent, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to give the qurbani and the sacrifice and importance. And unfortunately nowadays, the concept of the sacrifice of qurbani has been converted into general charity and sadaqah. Yes, it is true that part of the or portion of the meat of the sacrifice should be given as a charity, as a sadaqah. But the actual sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is to slaughter the animal and to consume the meat of the animal yourself. It is not just merely a sadaqah or charity. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to offer sacrifice and he sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to consume the meat of the animal himself. And as we all know, sadaqah was prohibited, was haram on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his family. So this is something that we have misunderstood and this is largely misconception regarding the qurbani. And that is why we find nowadays when we hear the announcement and the publicity from many of the charities to donate 50 pound or 70 pound or 100 pound for the qurbani, most of us we believe this is, a, this is just a donation. And we just e easily transfer the money and we say that's it, job is over. What is the purpose of sacrifice? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was asked this question by the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam who said, Ma al ya Rasulullah, what are these sacrifices? What is the purpose of this sacrifice of Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? He sallallahu alayhi wasallam replied, he said, Ibrahim. This is the sunnah of your forefather Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. When he alayhi salatu wasalam saw in the dream that he was slaughtering his own beloved son Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has reported in the Quran in Surah Safat. He said, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam saw a dream. And then he told that dream to his beloved son Ismail, who was very young, in his early teens. And he said to him, Ya Bunayj, inni ara fil manam, anni adbahuk. Oh my dear son, I have seen in the dream that I was slaughtering you. Not an animal, I was slaughtering you with my own hands. Fandur madha tara. What do you think of this, of this dream? 
What was the reply of Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam? He said, Ya Abati, O my beloved father, if alma to Umar, do whatever you have been commanded by Allah, because the dreams of the prophets are wahi and revelation from Allah. He said, If alma to Umar, Satajiduni, insha'Allah, min as you will certainly find me by the permission of Allah from amongst those who have patience, from amongst the sabirin. And this is a unique event in the history of human. That Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam replied this way and both of them, Allah says, فَلَمَّا أَسْلَمَا Both of them, father and son, both of them, they submitted their will to Allah and Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam was about to fulfill his dream by slaughtering his own son. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the revelation to him and he said, قَدْ صَدَّقْتَ الرُّؤْيَا إِنَّا كَذَلِكَ نَجْزِ الْمُحْسِنِينَ We called upon Ibrahim. We said, O oh Ibrahim, Qad you have fulfilled your dream. It is enough. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a ram from paradise that was slaughtered. And since that day, it has become an act of worship within the religion of Islam. This is the whole purpose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us in the Quran, in one of the smallest surah in Surah Al-Kawthar, Offer your salah for your Lord and offer the sacrifice. And when it comes to offering the sacrifice, the sole purpose of the sacrifice should be to please Allah by slaughtering the animal. This is the whole purpose. As for consume the meat, as I said, it is the sunnah of Rasulullah to give a portion of the meat to the poor and needy. But the sacrifice itself, the whole sacrifice is not a sadaqah. We should clarify some other issues as well. Some of us believe that we should be offering sacrifice on behalf of our deceased ones, our parents. Whereas we do not find any hadith of Rasulullah that encourages us to sacrifice on behalf separately, individually on behalf of the deceased. Yes, what is established from the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is that the sacrifice that you offer for yourself make the intention for all of your family members. And you can include whoever you want to. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa used to say, at the time of slaughtering the animals, slaughtering the sacrifice, he used to say, هَذِهِ minni wa min ali bayti. O Allah, accept this sacrifice from me and from all of my household. And obviously his household included those who had passed away as well. His daughters and some of his wives, such as Khadija radiyallahu ta'ala anha. So based on this, it is permissible to include in the intention, within the intention. And bear in mind, when it comes to including the others into the intention, you don't need to have the fear that it is going to decrease your reward. No, it is not going to decrease your reward. Rather, you will be rewarded, inshallah, by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fully, without any reduction. 
Yes, there is another issue that if you offer sacrifice here, then it may be difficult or many of us, we may find it difficult to distribute a portion of the meat amongst the needy and the poor. It is difficult to find here. Although we have within our community, within our locality, we have many of those who are in need of these type of sadaqat. But if you find it difficult, then in this case, yes, you can offer additional qurbani abroad. And then can be classed as a portion of qurbani that has been given as a sadaqah. But never forget the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of offering the sacrifice within your locality. And also, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, there is one common uh, practice, and particularly amongst the Asian people, that they offer the qurbani and the sacrifice on behalf of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Based on a hadith that is collected by Imam Abu Dawood, rahimahullah, in which it is mentioned that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advised Ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhu to continue offering sacrifice on behalf of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even after his death. But the reality is that the narration, that hadith is weak. And you cannot take this hadith as an evidence. So there is no need to offer the sacrifice on behalf of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because this is something that is not established from the authentic sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And one, another issue that I would like to bring to your attention is that sacrifice is an act of worship. It is an act of worship. By slaughtering the animal, you will be pleasing Allah. That is why Allah said in the Quran, لَن يَنَالَ اللَّهَ لُحُومُهَا وَلَا دِمَاؤُهَا وَلَكِنْ يَنَالُهُ التَّقْوَى مِنْكُمْ The blood and the flesh of the animal does not reach Allah dhul jalal ikram. What goes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the taqwa. Is the taqwa within your hearts. So when you offer a sacrifice, you must purify your intention that you are doing so solely and purely for the sake of Allah, which means that there should not be a riya, there should not be a showing off. And unfortunately, some of, within some of the Muslim culture, it has become a, a matter of showing off. People try to compete one another in offering and purchasing the biggest animal. And then sometimes we see on the TV shows that such a person, this person has purchased the animal that is usually in the market probably, say for example, around the price of 100 pound, but he has paid 1000 pound. So what is the purpose of this? Unfortunately, other than showing off, it is an act of worship. There should not be a riya. We Allah... We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He dul jalal ikram gives us tawfiq and ability to understand our religion and to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam innahu sami'un qareeb. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyati amalina ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lahu ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh amma ba'd. When it comes to offering the sacrifice the sacrifice can be given from three types of animal. The goat or the sheep, each animal stands for one sacrifice. 
The other type of animal is the cow, in which you can have up to seven shares. Up to seven shares, which means that they can be less than seven. It can be six, it can be five. You don't have to have all seven. Even if you were to offer on your own one full cow, it is permissible. It will be classed as one sacrifice. And each share is classed as one complete sacrifice. Likewise, the third type of animal that we can offer for sacrifice is the camel. As a camel, in the camel, we can have two options, either up to seven or according to some narration up to ten shares. Again, each share stands for one full sacrifice. And lastly, I would like to remind every one of you that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, إِذَا دَخَلَ الْعَشْرِ وَأَرَادَ أَحَدُكُمْ أَن يُضَحِي فَلَا يَأْخُذَنَّ مِنْ شَعْرِهِ وَلَا مِنْ أَضْفَارِهِ شَيْئًا he sallallahu said, as soon as the month of Dhul-Hijjah begins and one of you intends to offer sacrifice, he should refrain from clipping the nails and cutting the hair. And this hadith is authentic and it applies to the person who is offering the sacrifice. Some of the scholars have said that all the members of the household should refrain from cutting the hair and clipping the nails, but there is no any clear evidence for that. Actually, the hadith refers to the person who is paying and who is offering the sacrifice. We ask Allah Dhul Jalal Ikram that He Dhul Jalal Ikram gives us tawfiq and ability to understand His religion, and may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala give us tawfiq and ability to offer the sacrifice. And we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that He increases us in our knowledge and in our action. And he allows us to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabiyya. Yuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammadin wa barik wa sallim wa salli alayhi. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fi al-akhirati hasanatan wa qina adhab al-nar. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna min al-khasirin. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.